the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Lady, the Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason. President Biden back in Washington, but without a promise of substantially more oil from the Saudis. Oil production was one of the issues Mr. Biden raised with Mohammed bin Salman, but he failed to convince the Saudi crown prince to pump significantly more oil. The kingdom maintains it's producing about as much crude as it can. There is talk of a modest increase of three million barrels per day, but apparently that's it. Republicans who blame the Biden administration for crushing the energy independence plan started by President Trump have constantly urged the White House to open the oil spigot here at home to no avail. Ken Lorman reporting. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia continues to block his party's plan for even more spending. Manchin concerned that more spending could fuel the already raging fires of inflation. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees the real truth. You are prepared to condescend and insult Latin American citizens with words that are about political correctness and identity politics? That must vote Democrat because I use the word Latinx. That's the truth of who these people are. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. You hear them on air, listen to their podcast, read their blogs, see their videos, and chat with them at our events. But what if you got to spend some quality time one-on-one with your favorite host? If you're the winner of our 2022 Terrific Talkers VIP experience, we'll fly you and a guest out to meet the host of your choosing, and you'll get to sit in on one of their programs. We'll also cover three nights hotel stay and give you a $300 gift card to cover some of the fun sightseeing or dinner reservations. Enter once a day each, and there are bonus opportunities as well at am1280thepatriot.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. False. I am not Brad Carlson. Brad is off on assignment today and next Sunday and the two Sundays hence. I'm Mitch Bird. Normally heard Saturdays from 1 to 3 here at AM 12A, The Patriot, about whom it has never, ever been said. No. Saturdays, it's hip to be hip. It's hip to be ahead of the crowd. 
20 degrees ahead of the fashion curve. Now, I'm just fun and Brad. Brad's off on assignment today. And next week, he's uh, he's got that assignment off in the Amazonian rainforest, working on something for National Geographic, I think. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe hosting the, the Miss Amazonia pageant. I have no idea. I, I don't pry into Brad's assignments, but I know it's going to be exciting stuff. So uh, we'll hear all about it when he gets back from Brazil or Peru or wherever it is he is this month. I'm in for him today, in addition to my normal duties on Saturday. Next week, we have, I believe, I can't give details yet, but I believe we have a very special, very exciting guest host coming in, someone who we have needed to hear uh, with a platform of his own on this station for quite some time. I can't give you details. I really can't. You can't drag the secret out of me. And believe me, if you could, I would give it to you because it's it's going to be fun. I'm going to be tuned in. I mean, I always tune in for Brad anyway. But next week, uh, the substitute host, if all goes according to plan, which, again, it may not. Why do I feel like Dad talking to kids the night before Christmas morning here? Does that manage your expectations, kids? It may not be a Lamborghini actually here uh, coming in here. No, I, I, I feel a little bit like that. No, it's going to be fun next week. It's going to be fun today because I love coming in and filling in for Brad, seeing what life is like here on Sundays. A little different vibe, a little different crowd. Saturdays here at the station, you've got that, that prime time kind of buzz and crackle in the air. And Sundays, a little more relaxed, a little more laid back. I mean, I mean, Saturdays, is you kind of feel like you're on the floor of the Chicago Board of Trade or the, the New York Stock Exchange. And, and Sundays, a little more like like a Pepperidge Farms commercial, just sort of sitting back and saying, yeah, Pepperidge Farm remembers the things that happened this past week. Uh, so it's it's a whole different thing. It's kind of like taking a vacation up north. It's like five Saturdays. I'm working at my high pressure office downtown, making things happen. Like I don't know, I'm a, I'm a brain surgeon or a lawyer. And then Sundays is like going to the cabin up north. Either way, it's it's a blast being here on the closer episode of the Northern Alliance. And it's good that I had it this week. So I was out last week. I was off on assignment myself uh, the week of the ninth. I did my Evergreen uh, Independence Day broadcast. Uh, just, which I recorded uh, three, four years ago, and need to re-record one of these days because it's a little dated. Uh, so I'm going to have to update that here because I like to have a, a recorded show for the big holidays so I can, you know, take a break. But I, so I've got two weeks worth of material to catch up on, and holy cow, is there a lot of it? Uh, there, there always. Every time I take a week off, I regret it. I'm one of those people who, I, honestly, if you run a business that's looking to sponsor a five-day-a-week drive-time talk show, have your people call my people because I can fill the time. I re- not only fill the time, do it with style. Dominate weekday media along with weekend media, which really means all media in the Twin Cities. Just give us a ring here, folks. Give us a holler. There is so much to talk about today. And, and there's, the part of the story is something that I've I've sort of been following, in fact, waiting to, to see if it germinates uh, for a couple of years now. Now, I'm going to take you back in time to 2018. 2018 was the very, very rough Trump midterms when we, in effect, lost the Senate. The Republicans lost the Senate. And after two years of Trump having a pretty free reign of things, the, the midterms yeah, returned the House to the Democrats, uh, with although not by the margin we expected, and gave them a very tenuous majority, not even quite a majority on the Im- important issues, because you have a couple of the last two moderate Democrats in the world, uh, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, thwarting some of the, the worst uh, excesses of unfettered Democratic government. That's right. 
What we've seen this last two years under Joe Biden is with a certain amount of gridlock in D.C. Imagine if they had had one more seat in the Senate or enough seats to get to 60 votes in the Senate, put it that way. If they had that, uh, the the inflation that we're seeing right now, the dislocation that we're seeing right now, the the obliteration of the institutions that, that democracy requires to thrive as a small-D democracy, as a government of, by, and for the people, as a free association of equals governing each other by the consent of the governed. You think they're in trouble today after two years of Joe Biden with divided government, barely divided, but still divided government? Oh, if Joe Biden had had 60 votes in the United States Senate, uh, we would be looking like communist China right now. I'm being a little hyperbolic, but only a little, only a little. The worst of the Bernie Sanders AOC agenda would be upon us already if they had a veto-proof majority uh, and and the, the progressives who pull the strings that keep uh, President Brandon moving in front of cameras uh, had their way because he's not he's not in control of the government in Washington any more than Tim Waltz is in control of the, the DFL administration here. Uh, the 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 progressive wing of the DFL controls Waltz. They have uh, wires around all of his extremities, pulling them in the direction they want. We'll have proof of that later on this show here, by the way. Not proof, but further evidence of that. Uh, and, and with President Biden, excuse me, quote President and quote Biden, more of the same. Uh, but we're starting to see the, the thing I the thing I said in on election night 2018 when the bad results started pouring in and when it when it became fairly clear we were going to get clobbered all over the place. We we're going to lose. Uh, we held on to the barest possible majority in the Minnesota State Senate, one vote, literally one vote, in 2018. Uh, Obviously, uh, Governor Waltz was elected that night, and the midterm results for Republicans nationwide were were bad. Could have been worse, but they were bad. The one thing I said to take comfort in, the one thing indeed to look forward to for 2022 in Minnesota, and by extension 2024 nationwide, was the inevitability that when Democrats get around power, a Democrat around power is like a barely recovered alcoholic being turned loose in the booze closet at a bar. It's like someone with serious spending issues getting a bag of gold cards and being told to go to it. There's no stopping them. They have to overdo it. They have to end up like Keith Richards circa 1976, waking up at a New York hotel, not knowing what he did for the last four days when it comes to power. Keith Richards, it was heroin, cocaine, and booze. Democrats, it's power and its consequences. They don't know what they're doing. They get around it. They are like the worst drunk you ever ran into being loose around a case of cheap vodka. Did I say Phillips Vodka? Yes, I did. Around a case of Phillips Vodka, the, the, the rocket fuel for dysfunctional alcoholics worldwide who are watching their, their budgets. Uh, this is, <laughs> sorry, all you third district people, your mission is, is out there cut out for you right now. At any rate, folks, the, uh, this, and they've, they've lived down to my prediction. They have. And as I said, election night 2018, If they live down to my prediction, which is based exclusively on 
ironclad patterns of progressive behavior nationwide and truly around the world, but especially here in the United States. Uh, the way they have behaved in every blue city where they have taken complete control. The way they behave in the states where they have complete control. And when I say that, I mean New York is getting close. There's still just a conservative fringe in upstate New York and far western New York that, that keeps Kathy Hochul ever so slightly under control. Not much. Shaves off the worst of her excesses and, and Mario, or excuse me, Andrew Cuomo's excesses before her. Barely, just a little, not nearly enough. Now, I'm looking at California, and to a lesser extent, Massachusetts, but California and Hawaii, two states where complete progressive control has been achieved, where there is no meaningful opposition on a statewide basis. There is opposition. There is opposition in California to the extent where parts of California want to secede the Inland Empire, the far north. They want to get away, become their own state, get their own senators could actually be a good thing for Republicans if they did, since this would be uh, an act of outrage against Southern California. But uh, I digress. You're seeing what happens in California and to a lesser extent Hawaii when progressives have complete control. And you multiply that, you spread it out across the uh, entire United States. I think the term you are looking for is metastasism when when progressivism metastasizes across the entire United States, uh, you'll, you'll see that happening. And if people still have the freedom to do so, you will see a backlash. And I want to tie this into a couple stories that I've seen happening, uh, seemingly unrelated, and yet pointing to a theory that I started hatching a while ago really long before the 2018 elections, uh, really back about the time, I would call it about 2012, when I hatched the term urban progressive privilege. Urban progressive privilege, of course, is is what white privilege really is. I mean, it's 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 the, the sense of entitlement that a certain class of people, let's just call them urban progressives, it's, it's a term that crosses people of all races, creeds, uh, orientation and uh, orientations and the like, but it's really the sense of privilege that people get when they have complete unfettered control of all the wheels and levers of power of academia, of education, of the media. Uh, who's going to question them? Who's going to stop them? What? Who? Who do they answer to? The answers in order are nobody, nobody, and nobody. So they develop the sense of entitlement. That, that makes them think that anything they do is okay because who's going to stop them? There are no consequences. And we're seeing the results of that are people who believe that's the case. And we're seeing examples of people pushing back and uh, just scattered little bits of pushback that I think tie together into a large story that I would very much like to explore here today. In fact, I'm going to. It's my show for the day, although it's Brad's show for real. I'm, I'm going to use a little time on the, on the, on the closer today. To do a little political science. Join us on this journey, shall we? By the way, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Or I'll give you the social media contacts in just a bit. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. 
Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. As a former congressman and the ranking member on the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. I'm driving a 2018 Elantra, red, my favorite color. Hi, I'm Rita from St. Paul. Well, when I first walked in, I felt welcomed. And I'd been at a couple other dealerships that uh, I gave an F to. And Justin was the first gentleman to wait on me when I took it in for my first service. And he's been the only person that I've dealt with since then. Can't say enough good things about him. On Christmas Day of last year, I was on the freeway driving home. And all of a sudden, a red light came on and the right front tire was low and the next day I called and Justin answered he said let me take a look at it and go in the waiting room and and I'll get back to you they found that there was a huge nail in the tire and so he was able to get that all fixed up and replaced and sent me on my way home Infragrove Hyundai was very welcoming service was excellent Infragrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays call them today or schedule your appointment at InfragroveHyundai.com The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. After nearly three decades on the sidelines as an Emmy Award-winning reporter, Michelle Tafoya is now coaching us through today's insanity. Check out Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya for her unique and sane perspective. You'll hear from players, coaches, subject matter experts, and key players in the political sphere. Stream Sideline Sanity with our MVP, Michelle Tafoya, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Schedule a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com. That's K-E-E-G-A-N lawoffice.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488 is the number to call should you care to join me. Find the show, tune in, and uh, yeah, join us, 651-289-4488. Or you can meet me on uh, Twitter, Gab, Parlor, MeWe, and Getter. Just go to the hashtag Narn Show, N-A-R-N Show. I'm Mitch P. Berg on Twitter, by the way. Hi, how you doing? Join me there. Operators are standing by on the phone, on social media. By the way, you can watch the live stream. For those of you who want your radio to come with a picture of a guy on a microphone waving at you. Hi, how you doing? Mitch here. In for Brad. Join us at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, the fan page on Facebook. Do it and... Whatever the hurt songs, you've got me. I, you've got a friend on the air right here. 651-289-4488. By the way, don't forget uh, the book of the month from Regnery 
Storm in the Land and Rain. It's uh, it's it's uh, actually it's a uh, Sylvia Fottle, by the way, is raised in a, a reverend stories about a hero grandfather, a martyr for Lithuanian independence and an unblemished patriot. This is a story about uh, resistance to tyranny that is the story in the Baltic states, by the way, uh, three of the most in- inspirational uh, national stories I personally know, the Baltic states, Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia, uh, just some of the most inspirational stories of people who have been, along with Poland, duking out, out with their freedom, uh, with uh, for their freedom, with much bigger, much nastier neighbors for centuries, and finally achieving it. And some of the stories that, that led, some of the very bloody, ugly stories that led to that freedom. And, and one of those stories, out from Regnery, uh, from uh, Sylvia Fote, is uh, storm in the land of rain, and it's it's. I'm looking forward to reading this myself. I am fascinated by the stories of the f- centuries, and really the entire 20th century was a fight for independence for Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia. And I urge you to read that book. Uh, all the regnery books of the month are great. But this one in particular, I am just, I'm I'm may just hit uh, the bookstore on the way home. Uh, this is this is a huge thing for me. So check that out. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Now I've got three stories, similar, seemingly unrelated, and yet I think the way they play out touches on a dynamic in politics that is going to cause a huge, huge shift in politics and. Unlike a lot of the huge shifts that we've talked about in this show over the last 15, 20 years, really the 18 years we've been on the air, this one, I think, redounds to the benefit of conservatives if we're smart enough to work with it. You have to be a little patient. There's a lot of moving parts to this theory. I'm going to work my way up to it and get to the chase, cut to the final chase around the top of the hour. That's not just a teaser. That's just telling you uh, there's a lot of material to go into this. Work with me on this. And by the way, if you have a question or comment or want to push back on any of it, I urge you to do so. 651-289-4488. And like always, producers on this show are have standing orders to let people who disagree with me on the air first. Do you get that from Minnesota Public Radio? No. Do you get that from the other progressive talk station in town uh, that still exists against all odds? No. No. They, they will block you. They, will, they won't put you on the air at all. They'll they'll shout at you and they'll they'll block you and they'll I don't know they'll swat you for all I know at any rate three stories that I think signal a much larger issue that I'm just dying to talk about here today. First of all, last week uh, in the, actually the week before this past week, in the wake of the Fourth of July miscreancy in downtown Minneapolis, you've seen the video most likely, right? The video of. Uh, ne'er-do-wells driving around in downtown Minneapolis on the night of the 4th of July, shooting Roman candles at people on the streets, throwing industrial-grade uh, fireworks at people, at police, at people, shooting them, uh, sh- shooting mortars. Uh, we're, we're talking pyrotechnic mortars, the tubes that launch the big, spectacular fireworks up into the air, the ones you go to the fireworks shows to go ooh and ah over. Well, somehow... These miscreants got their hands, probably at some of the bigger fireworks stores in Wisconsin, they got their hands on commercial-grade fireworks or, or regular fireworks that are very close to commercial-grade. Anyway, the kind that go off with a big bang and shoot big, normally very beautiful sparkles all over the place. They're, they're beautiful as long as they're up in the air and away from you. If they're flying right next to you, not so much. 
And so the video went viral worldwide. I mean, you, in downtown Minneapolis, you have people driving around blazing away with Roman candles and and uh, commercial grade or nearly commercial grade pyrotechnic mortar rounds at people, at buildings, at houses, at cars out on the street, at passersby, at the police when the police finally responded. Now, land of miracles that never cease. This happened in perhaps the one neighborhood in Minneapolis where there might be some consequences about this. Uh, Because... God bless the Minneapolis Republicans. I, some of them are among my best friends. Uh, some of them are I mean, some of the hardest working people in Minnesota politics trying to wrench victory from one of the most hopeless places in the world to be a Republican. I mean, one of the most progressive, one of the most mindlessly leaden, lard-brained progressive cities in the country, Minneapolis. And you've got people out there working away for the likes of Cece Davis, who I met uh, Friday night at a band gig. Uh, she's out there working working the streets of Minneapolis. And, and God willing and with a tailwind, this is the year we see a change and, and Cece Davis winds up in Congress. Uh, but you go anywhere else in Minneapolis, like the neighborhoods that got burned out during the riots, well, those are mostly black and brown people. So the Minneapolis DFL doesn't care what they think because they already got their votes for the most part. That's been the assumption heretofore anyway. Oh, we're coming back to that. Oh, yes, we are. But if they if they drove down Lake Street blazing away with fireworks, which for all we know they did because God knows the media is not going to be down on East Lake Street after dark on the 4th of July. You're not going to see a camera crew from the 4 or the 9 or the 11. You see John Cronin down at Lake in Chicago on the night of 4th of July? <laughs> I, I slay me. No. Are you going to see the, 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 the white progressives of Powderhorn and Longfellow? Are they going to squawk about it if it's happening in the neighborhoods? It's been happening in the neighborhoods for years. Not with fireworks, but, but miscreancy of all kinds. I mean, people turning Powderhorn Park into a homeless camp with people shooting up uh, in the yards of the houses nearby and the buildings, the apartments nearby? No, not a peep. Because these people, God bless them in their own way, besotted as they are with white liberal guilt and that feeling of sort of mutually acceptable subjugation that it comes with it, they're not going to raise a word about it. I mean, this is their government in action. This is what they they asked for. What are they going to do? Republicans can't do much yet. The minorities that live in the neighborhoods most affected by the miscreancy, the DFL doesn't care what they think. The governor certainly doesn't. But they did find the one neighborhood in all of Minneapolis, one of maybe two neighborhoods where they, they, the miscreants, could have driven around and shot off fireworks and had some negative consequences. It was the East Downtown, one of the neighborhoods that I, that, that where uh, the city councilman changed in the last election. And for the life of me, I'm blocking on the city councilman's name because it was a story last week and it's not in the front of my brain right now. But the city councilman there is new, and he represents a district, that eastern part of downtown, which is largely lofts and condos, places where people with some money who want the urban experience that, by the way, the good urban experience, the urban experience that existed in that part of town three years ago, 
When there was nightlife, there were places to go, places to hang out. You can walk to the Guthrie. You can walk to all the cool restaurants. I mean, if you had the money and you had to live in a major city urban core, you had to live in a downtown and, and, and live someplace without a yard, without any land, without any place to stretch out, that's the place you want to go. place where it was, at the time, safe and had all of the amenities of urban life that people with money think about when they think about urban life. And they've got some money invested in it. They paid good money for that urban life. They are the people who Lisa Bender may have been talking to most of all when she said, you expect public safety, that comes from a place of privilege. And on July 5th, the people of the east side of downtown went to their city council person and said, yeah, dang, Skippy, we got privilege. We pay good money. We pay a lot of taxes to have these urban amenities, and we don't get to enjoy them because we have parades of miscreants driving through the streets shooting fireworks at us as we sit up on our balconies trying to enjoy the evening of the 4th of July. What are you going to do about it? And the city councilman representing the district, and yeah, I need to go get his name down here because I... Didn't think I was going to be talking about this when I started talking here, but here we are. The city councilman representing the district. Let's see if Brad Carlson texted out to me. Here's my one-man fact-check department. At any rate, he went to the city and he went to the governor and said, got to do something about this. And by golly, there were results. There were consequences. There were streets getting blocked off to prevent parades of cars full of miscreants from parading through there at night. And... People actually start extra extra police patrols in the neighborhood and people starting to take it seriously. People had had enough. People, I should say, who have the money and the political clout to let the DFL know that they had had enough and have it count. The mere peasants, by the way, of the South Central part, you know, the, the part of South Minneapolis, from Franklin down to, I don't know, 38th Street between Cedar or between, yeah, between Cedar and Lindale. They don't have the political clout or the money. They got to like it or lump it. And all the white progressives, the, the recent McAllister graduates living in Powderhorn and Longfellow, it would be the depths of hypocrisy if they were to yak about it. But these people, well, they've got another story coming here. We'll talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network. The stories keep coming, ladies and gentlemen. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. The Stone Arch Bridge, the St. Paul Skyline, Gooseberry Falls, you can own one of the hundreds of iconic Minnesota images captured by award-winning Twin Cities photographer Wayne Moran for half off the regular price. You'll get a signed 36-inch print of your choice for your home, office, or to give as a gift. Normally $540, now just $270. Only five of these special print offers are available, so call the radio station now at 651-289-4413. 651-289-4413.
When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, this is Randy with Arby's Computer Service. You have heard me advertise on this and other stations for years and have trusted us for your IT needs, and I thank you for that. We now have an immediate need for a network server tech in our organization. If you or someone you know has a year or more business experience supporting these environments and is looking to work for a company like ours, I would like to speak with you. We are very competitive with other large companies for pay and benefits, including health and retirement planning. But because we are smaller, our environment is friendly and more flexible than some of the larger IT companies. You can do your job, and it can actually be fun doing so working for us. Call me today to determine if you have the requirements for the position so we can move forward and you can become part of our team. We can be reached at 763-441-3884, or you can email me, randy at rbsmn.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Giving your computer problems the boot, Arby's Computer Service. Are you looking for a new job or a career change? Then make plans now to participate in the Minneapolis Area Job Fair on July 25th. All participants will be able to connect live with area employers. The Minneapolis Area Job Fair is being held at the Embassy Suites in Bloomington July 25th from 10 a.m. to 12.30. Arrive early so you have plenty of time to connect with any one or all employers. The Minneapolis Area Job Fair, 10 to 12.30, Monday, July 25th at the Embassy Suites in Bloomington. Don't miss this opportunity to find your next job. AM 12A, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson. You can tell I'm in because you would not hear uh, Brad Carlson playing my particular soundtrack, and that's okay. I'll say I'll let a thousand lights shine. <laughs> 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Hey, don't forget, Stand With Israel Tour with Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza coming up November 30th through December 9th. This is the tour that you want to take. After a couple of years of uh, COVID disruption, we're going to be back on the, the train uh, getting these tours back to Israel. One of these years, I want to go on one of these here, preferably a year when Prager hosts, just because I can imagine nothing against Gorka and D'Souza, both of whom are fascinating people. D'Souza, in particular, uh, wrote my favorite ever biography of Ronald Reagan, which is worth a read, by the way, uh, if you're looking for something to uh, take to the beach with you this summer. But Dennis Prager in Israel, just uh, irreplaceable. i got to do that sometime. That's one of the things on my bucket list, I have to say. At any rate, check that out. Stand with Israel Tour. Go to am12athepatriot.com. So I was talking about uh, the, what happened the week of July 4th, and really the takeaway from this is this. Uh, shortly after, 
very shortly after the events of, of July 4th. It was uh, the evening of July 10th. Uh, Saturday night, July 10th, a group of people in that part of East Downtown, that East Downtown neighborhood, were having a little street party, just kind of getting together out on the street. Uh, just a peaceful little block party uh, near the Guthrie, the place where people with money tend to be tend to be highly educated, fairly successful people, usually no kids, because how do you raise kids in a condo block? I mean, just how, why would you do that to a, a child? It happens, but why? Anyway, uh, Rebecca Brannon had video of a uh, from people at a peaceful block party near the Guthrie in East Downtown, the neighborhood where the miscreants with fireworks had been prowling around just five or six days before. Uh, and a young activist uh, from Black Lives Matter crashed the party. And uh, Rebecca Brandon showed the video uh, of this woman yelling at these people standing around having just a regular block party down in the streets of downtown Minneapolis near the Guthrie, that relative, I won't say posh, but let's just say upmarket area. She walks into this party of people just minding their own business after a fairly trying week saying, and she yells at them. Meanwhile, we got a country filled with white terrorism, but y'all want to discuss fireworks. That's the quote from Rebecca Brannon. And someone in the crowd yelled back at her, go home. That's a little thing. And, and, by the way, progressive social media erupted, uh, had all these these East downtown residents uh, pilloried them as, as a bunch of incipient Klansmen, which is pretty hilarious because this may be one of the most DFL voting districts in the state. I mean, up there with my own district, East downtown is probably the single safest place to be a DFLer. But some of them have had enough. You had them going to go jumping straight past Jacob Fry to go to Governor Waltz and say, it's time to do something about the crime down here. We spent a lot of money to help rejuvenate this part of downtown and invested our our in its future with our presence here and our real estate dollars. By golly, yes, public safety is a privilege and you're going to deliver it. So they've had enough. Some of them have had enough. Now, even better case happened this past week, and it's a tragic case. And by the way, there are times uh, this uh, there, this past week, it was the biggest story in the news this past week after an hours-long standoff that allegedly began and continued with random gunfire just blandly filing through this uh, apartment building in Minneapolis, uh, randomly sh- fellow randomly shooting through the walls and into neighboring apartments. It led to a standoff that lasted something, like I think, six or six to nine hours. I forget exactly. I think it was a six-hour standoff that ended with police snipers apparently killing uh, the, the perpetrator, a fellow named Tekle Sundberg, uh, a man who, let's be, let, let, let me be clear here. Berg's 18th law is still in effect. Nothing you hear from the media about an emotionally charged event is going to be accurate for at least 72 hours. Now, we're past the 72-hour mark here, but this is the Twin Cities media we're talking about here. They have a hard time covering a one-car crash if a DFL sacred cow is driving that car. So uh, I'd be ill-equipped to comment on the, the merits of the police's action or not. Should they have taken Mr. Sunberg out with sniper fire? Uh so I don't know. We passed the statutory uh, three-day limit uh, from Berg's 18th law, but Twin Cities Media just doesn't do a good job of covering this sort of story with facts. But something that did come out through the alternative media 
uh, was something that happened in the neighborhood. I am equipped to comment on this, though. The, the behavior of perhaps the loath- most loathsome group of people in society today, woke, overschooled, not overeducated, mind you, but overschooled middle-class progressive white activists, was on display. Uh, this came out in the news, uh, again, via Rebecca Brannon. Uh, just the other day, I believe it was yesterday that this came out, uh, there was a vigil led primarily by these white, overschooled, middle-class, uh, progressive, woke activists around the apartment building where Tekle Sundberg was shot. And, and I don't mean to make light of the trauma that, that this has caused to some of the people, including Mr. Sundberg's parents, by the way. It, it turns out that we're, they, they interviewed them uh, Mr. Sundberg's parents, a, a couple of typical Minnesota, I would guess, Lutheran Protestants from, I don't know, I'm going to guess Prior Lake, uh, who adopted Tekle Sundberg from Ethiopia when he was a child and raised him. And uh, there are allegations he had mental health issues, and those issues apparently, allegedly, were on great display uh, in the episode that led to his demise. And I have nothing but sympathy for them. It had, if, if indeed he suffered from that level of mental illness that is... The most traumatic thing, one of the most traumatic things a parent can go through, along with, of course, their death, especially violent death. I can't imagine what their life is like, and and I I pray for them to find some kind of whatever peace is findable here. But the people they brought with, white, woke, overeducated, middle-class progressive activists, are some of the most loathsome people I can imagine. I will. Uh, this episode that that Re- Rebecca Brandon posted video for, uh, this came out yesterday uh, on her news feed, and this actually came out uh, by a couple of, of of news sources yesterday. As this group of white uh, woke, overschooled, middle class progressive uh, white activists was gathered around this apartment building, a woman pulled up in a car with a couple of kids strapped into the back and jumped out and started yelling at these people, these activists, overwhelmingly these white upper middle class activists, people who I used to refer to as having ELCA hair. And they do all ELCA hair. This very, very ascetic, short gray hair, whether they're male or female, the, the males may adopt a raffish, closely trimmed gray beard. The women less so. At any rate, the woman got out of her car, with a couple of children uh, strapped in the back and started hauling off verbally on the protesters. And I, I will leave it to you to watch the video. I have it posted at shotinthedark.info right now. The woman's name is Arabella Foss Yarbrough. She's 24 years old. She lived in one of the apartments next to Mr. Sunberg's apartments. And she was having none of the protests. Now, the protesters showed up with their vigil with the usual uh Usual pre-printed posters and signs memorializing Tekle Sunberg. And Ms. Foz Yarbrough was having none of it. She, one of the things she yells is, he tried to kill me in front of my kids. There's bullet holes in my kitchen. And by the way, there's some news footage, which I've also posted at uh, shotinthedark.info, some still photos of the damage uh, to Ms. Foz Yarbrough's apartment. It's scary. There is a hole uh, through her front door that is like, whoa, better the door than me. She apparently was in her uh, one of the bedrooms of her house shielding her kids until the police could get her out of there. 
had to have been the most terrifying experience you can imagine. Bullets flying through the walls because these apartments are not built for damage. I mean, there's nothing. These walls are just cheap garbage sheetrock. There's nothing to get in the way of bullets. So these bullets are flying through like there's nothing there. And this woman, 24-year-old single mother, protecting her kids until she could get out of there. And she comes home a few days later to find a bunch of smug, sanctimonious people protesting on behalf of the person who nearly killed her and her children. Quote, he tried to kill me in front of my kids. There's bullet holes in my kitchen. And one of these woke, overschooled, middle-class, progressive white activists had the unmitigated, scabrous gall to respond, well, actually, not in you, though. As if... To say, you're not dead, so you could just shut up and stay in your lane. By the way, if you want to get punched in the face, tell me to stay in my lane. Seriously. I'm a tax-paying, law-abiding adult. The world is my lane. And by the way, it is Arabella Foss's Yarbrough's lane as well. She was, <laughs> she gave that fellow what for. And by the way, I have to. if you know Ms. Foss Yarbrough, I would welcome the chance to interview her. Because I, I will give her this amazing comment. She's 24 years old. She's obviously angry as she's delivering this Jeremiah to this crowd of woke, overschooled, middle-class, progressive white activists. She is obviously overwhelmed with emotion and anger, and yet she makes a coherent, consistent argument that covers both sides better than any of these scabrous protesters do. She said, yeah, yeah, there are people you can have every right to be angry about. I mean, some of the shootings that have happened have been inexcusable. This guy had a gun. He almost killed me and my kids. Why are you protesting on, on his behalf? There are people that deserve it. She's right. And and pointing out that the, the overwhelming majority of sympathy is going with this person who had been apparently, by some accounts, terrorizing this apartment block for quite some time with his behavior. And no sympathy for the people who had been terrorized. And she makes this at full emotional peak. She still makes this argument, at least the way it was presented by via video, that was like, yeah, oh, yeah, talking about white supremacy, her children are black. They're strapped in the back of the car that she barely kept from getting killed. People have had enough. And who they've had enough of is fascinating. We'll be back with one more episode when we come back. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Christmas in July? Might as well be after your newly installed high-efficiency air conditioner kicks on. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is offering an instant savings of $650 on an AC unit or ductless system. Don't spend one more day without air conditioning in this summer's intense heat. Take advantage of these cool instant savings of $650 off an air conditioner or ductless system. Cool off all summer long with financing options of payments as low as $73 per month. 
Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is a family-owned and operated business with 92 years of serving the Twin Cities community, servicing over 500,000 homes. Call and schedule your free estimate today. These offers are good until July 31st. Go to standardheating.com for more details. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. That's standardheating.com. Mention the Patriot. Standardheating.com. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Treger on climate change. The ultimate aim of the environmentalist movement is truly anti-human. It is a, a deep sickness. It's a worship of the earth at the expense of humanity. It is an inversion of Genesis, which says, and you shall dominate nature. It is, you shall let nature dominate you. The depth of the anti-human element of the Greens is not perceived by most people who think that the worship of the earth is a beautiful thing. Because, as Chesterton pointed out, when people stop believing in God, they don't believe in nothing, they believe in anything. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. A year ago, we introduced wet technology into our softeners. It's exclusive to Commerce. Since then, customers have saved an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt each year. And you can too. Go to Commerce.com. AM 12A, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. The number to call. Mitch Berg, into Brad. Brad will be back in August. He's off on assignment for four straight Sundays. I got to take over a couple of them. We have a uh, still to be unrevealed guest host next week, but boy, this is going to be huge. This may be the biggest news in Minnesota next week if this uh, particular deal comes through. Uh, I, I'm not going to go into any more details than that, but this is going to be huge. You're going to want to make sure you're you're there for it next Sunday as uh, we. Uh, fill in for Brad as he's off on assignment. 651-289-4488. Uh, we talked about two stories where I think you're starting to see just a certain little bit of shift in public sentiment in some of these progressive cities. Well, the progressive city we live in, Minneapolis, St. Paul. But the stories both happen in Minneapolis. They're semi-related. People in downtown Minneapolis, a very safe Democratic part of downtown Minneapolis, pushing back ever so gently against a BLM activist who came by to rub their noses in uh, in, in the fact that they, these criminals are taking control of even the, the well-to-do neighborhood that they're paying good money to, to live in, sapping the joy of, of living among the urban amenities that they pay big money for from them. And they're not happy about it. And they have the money and the political clout enough to make even Governor Klink pay attention. We also had the story, which 
may or may not, it got a little coverage in the Twin Cities media this morning. Story came out yesterday of a young woman, Ariella Foss Yarbrough, or sorry, Arabella Foss Yarbrough, who uh, blew up. That didn't just blow up. It wasn't just pure inchoate emotion, although she was obviously angry. But she did as impressive a job of constructing a balanced argument while yelling at full volume as I have ever seen. I mean, this young lady has a future in debate if she wants to go that route, if she if she wants to take that route. I have her people call my people uh, because I was impressed. And one other story that features the people I want to talk about here today, the uh, woke overschooled, middle-class, progressive, white activist class. A story that broke this morning. Yesterday, the the, uh, Cobb County School Board, this is not in Minneapolis, but Atlanta is like the Minneapolis of the the Deep South in so many ways. Very progressive. However, very, very ethnically mixed. A very, very large uh, black population. and and a school district, very much a Democratic area. This is Stacey Abrams' home turf. But a bill, ca- a couple of measures came before the school board, uh, driven by fear of the, uh, what, what do we call this, the, the mass shootings that have happened in this past few months here, mass shootings in schools in particular. And the Cobb County School Board was asked to consider two different measures. One of them that would have allowed staff members to uh, carry legally permitted firearms, as they do in uh, roughly 5% of American school districts, much more than 5% in some uh, red states, uh, firmly red states, let's just say. And that got shot down, but not by as wide of a margin as as the left might have hoped. But uh, they did pass a a measure to uh, hire armed guards. And there was outrage. In fact, the uh, the CBS story from the area, the local CBS affiliate, uh, leads, parents outraged as Cobb County School Board... Uh, adopts armed guards. Well, you look at the footage. I, by the way, I, I will have that post uh, footage posted at shot in the dark info shortly here of the parents that are outraged. And to a person, the people featured in this Cobb County Metro Atlanta school district, one of the most ethnically, racially diverse school districts in the country, are. I don't want to see the same hands here. You got it. Woke, overschooled, middle-class, progressive, white activists. People in Moms Want Action t-shirts. People, young white men with, uh, with audible higher education accents. Soy boys, you might call them. Uh, protesting in the meantime, not a single black, urban, Latino, inner city voice to be found among those protesters. Every last one of them plush bottom yoo-hoos from fourth tier suburbs who think the thought of people carrying guns in schools is unseemly. One of them in particular went on uh, TV and said, well, it's time to fortify the buildings first. They do that. Most of those were already seen to decades ago after Columbine, after, after, after Sandy Hook. You find school buildings that don't have locks and and one-way exits for fire exits out there. They are real throwbacks. The vast majority of schools, especially in urban areas, already have all these measures. These are a bunch of plush-bottom yoo-hoos from Marietta County, just like the gun control activists here in the Twin Cities. 
people from Burnsville, people from Prior Lake, who just think guns in school are unseemly and schools are places for education. Uh, they haven't been in a public school in quite some time, but whatever. I want to come back and talk about these. The the white, excuse me, the woke, overschooled, uh, <laughs> the 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 woke, overschooled, middle class, uh, progressive white activist. Let's just let's just come up with a snappier term for it. The wampwa. I want to talk about them the whole next hour because this is the future of the Democrat Party. And if the opportunity is there for us to seize, it is a glorious one. Let's go to the phone. St. Louis Park. Mark, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Dennis, just a great first hour show. Um, Just uh, about a year ago, I got this headline for you. Minneapolis soundly rejects charter amendment to replace police department 56% to 44%. Here's the headline I like better with Dennis Prager on the air the next day. No, no, this is what the headline should have been. 44% of Minneapolis residents are morons. Yes. <laughs> just thought I'd remind you about that. That was just hilarious, but I'll, I'll uh, let you comment on that. Absolutely. And it's, uh, Dennis Prager was right. And, and Dennis Prager still, uh, he doesn't live here, so I'll forgive him for this. And I, I don't have his direct line or I would have pointed this out. The, the, the percentage was considerably lower. In uh, places like uh, like North Minneapolis, the near north side, where and and Phillips, where the crime is, and uh, where where the consequences of this sort of psychosis about policing are are felt, where it was more like two to one against, and probably thirty percent of the residents were morons, and sixty plus percent were having none of it, and so that's that's the part that Dennis Prager needs to know. It's the residents of the neighborhoods that bear the brunt of this progressive idiocy that are waking up to the extent that you, they, they, they're starting to think a little bit. To, to a point where you see where Don Samuels is running an active campaign. After, by the way, it's interesting, after months of running, almost sounding like Barry Goldwater out on the campaign trail, he's got TV ads out there where he's having to tack back to the left to play to the, you know it, white, woke, upper-middle-class progressives, the Wampois. More on that when we come back next hour. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside's free app, you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon. Whenever you want, cash out with PayPal, an e-gift card, or transfer the money directly into your bank account. 
Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's promo code S-A-L-E-M. Remember, use promo code SALEM when you download the free Upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas. Cash back is not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. In just 10 minutes, I can zip through 10 stories that matter, 10 stories that help me start my day and help shape where I go with The Mike Gallagher Show. You and I know the mainstream media is filling the airwaves with a left-wing take on the news of the day. This is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. You won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. It's critical to find a news source that tells the truth. Well, that's Daybreak Insider. Daybreak Insider is that source. I get it in my mailbox every day. It helps shape the stories I bring to you. It's a look at today's most compelling stories, how they are covered by the media, and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.